Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, the return of Minnesota Viking football also means the return of Matthew Kyler on the Lake Show. Not that he's ever left. I mean, he fills in when I'm gone. We catch up with him a lot off-season, not just in-season, but uh, he's joining us now on the John Schuster Coal Banker Hotline. Matthew, football, baby. Hey, did uh, my friend Paul Hodewanek there just report that winter might be cold this year? Was that the report? <laughs> I didn't hear what he said. I didn't. I didn't, I'm not. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to throw Paul Hodewanik under the bus. I, I'm not going to throw him under Winter the bus. Winter is coming. You, that, that's what you're doing right now, though. You're throwing him under the bus. Why would you do that? I, I'm just making sure that I got that right. That the whole report was it could be cold, and which I thought, you know what? That's good reporting. I think it's accurate. Oh my gosh. Oh man. <laughs> All right. So look. Be honest, man. The, the way that the way that I am at NBA Summer League, or the way that I am on an NBA draft night, or the first week of the college basketball season, or um, the NBA, all of that wrapped in one. That was you this past week, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, you know what? Though it's uh, the NFL season starting. It's, it's always a great time for us to, you know, not only speculate like crazy but also overreact like crazy um and that's i think my favorite part is like you know you go back to week one last year and you have the green bay packers losing 38 to 3 and everyone thinks that they're done with and then we're kind of getting the same kind of reaction uh to now and and, you know it's kind of hard to like parse through like what what is worth reacting to what is not worth reacting to uh what can they sustain and i even asked kevin o'connell that question today like how do you guys figure out what can sustain and what can't sustain um throughout a season and i think that's a really you know hard question basically his answer was they're always going to kind of look for the things that they did wrong and try to improve upon them and so even though it is a a great uh, day for all minnesota vikings fans to have beaten the green bay packers it's also for the team they're looking back at yesterday and saying you know what we did leave some yards on the table. We did open the door for the Packers a couple of times. Didn't stop the run particularly well. Like that game could have gone in some different ways had they, you know, just like given up a 75 yard touchdown from the outset of the game as opposed to a drop. So, um, you know, it's always like a, a fun part of it for us to kind of look back and say, all right, what, like, what does that really mean of what we just saw in week one? Yeah, we're talking to Matthew Collar here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter at Matthew Collar, Mr. Purple Insider himself. All right, so I could not have drew it up any better than what we saw transpire yesterday for the Minnesota Vikings. Like, that's what you wanted to happen. You wanted your team that hadn't showcased anything to anyone out there because they didn't 
you know, play Kirk Cousins and J.J., anybody of significance during the course of the preseason. They come out there yesterday, and they just control that game from start to finish. I never felt like there was any fear that the Green Bay Packers were going to get back into the game, and they didn't. I just never felt that at all, and typically feel that in a Packers-Vikings matchup. Um, what was the most impressive thing that you took away from week one in that matchup yesterday between the Vikings and Packers? Well, I think what you always want to hear is the opposing coach after the game say we got out schemed, um, especially when you hired Kevin O'Connell in particular to modernize the offensive scheme, right? And to get the most out of Justin Jefferson. And like that right there is what you were dreaming of is to, to have Justin Jefferson not only catch footballs and make great plays, he's always going to do that no matter what, but to be wide open in doing so. It's like for, some of those catches, I mean, uh, Laquan Treadwell could have made some of those catches. Jefferson was so wide open. And I, and I think that like that's what you're looking for, right, is, is not just can he make great plays, can he be the center of your offense, but also can you make life easy on Kirk Cousins at times? Can you make life easy on Justin Jefferson at times? I think that was the biggest factor to feel like uh, the, the Packers were scrambling and couldn't figure out where Justin Jefferson was going to be. I mean, they had linebackers on him at times. There was one point where there's a defensive lineman trying to defend against Justin Jefferson. Like, you want to see the other team's head spinning or like that SpongeBob Mr. Crab meme. Like, that's how you want to see the other team looking on defense. And I thought that they did. And the other thing, too, was that there was a third down that they could have late in the game or just hand it off, punt the ball back, play defense, open the door for Rodgers to have a miraculous comeback. And instead, Kirk Cousins finds Adam Thielen for a 22-yard gain. And that was dialing that up, an aggressive play, saying we're going to put this game away right here. And I, and I thought if we're looking for things that differed from the Mike Zimmer era, I thought that that type of play was different. Do you think that – are you with everybody else that said that based on, like, the video of the locker room and just the way that Kirk Cousins sounded and talking to the media and stuff yesterday that he's just in a much better place um, from a leadership perspective, from a comfortability perspective with Kevin O'Connell, just all of those things that he just – that he feels like that, that he can breathe again? Because I think that that was the number one thing that I heard people talking about yesterday. In full transparency, I wasn't at the game yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's, it's sort of like this, Henry. Like, you've always done a great show on WCCO, but you've had some different bosses. And there are some bosses that made you feel a lot more comfortable doing things your way and saying what you want to say on the radio than others, right? Like, you, uh, you know, even though you're going to perform in a, a lot of the same ways because you're a professional and you've been doing it a long time, there is a difference in how you feel about going about your job. And I think that's uh, that was evidenced by, you know, Kirk Cousins yesterday. Um, the head coach talking to the quarterback after sequences is something new and probably helpful uh, for, this, for this team, right? But, you know, I, I also think that just, um, you know, in general, that's something that you're kind of looking for to confirm your preconceived notion anyway, right? Like we all knew how Zimmer and Cousins felt about each other. So any evidence that points to more of that is like, look, see, that's why he's here. But also – the players made a plea to ownership to hire someone like Kevin O'Connell after they fired Mike Zimmer, and then they wanted a younger person. They wanted someone who understood players. They wanted a more aggressive offense. 
Like, they got everything they wanted in Kevin O'Connell. So now it's up to them to continue to do this week in and week out because that's the bet that they were making is to point the finger at Zimmer. So it certainly behooves Kirk Cousins to be like, yep, this guy, you know, right? Like, it, it wasn't my fault. It was the last guy, the last coach's fault, and now we've got our guy. So I guess we'll see how that plays out over the full season. But at least for one weekend, um, everything really came together perfectly with what the players wanted when Mike Zimmer was let go. Matthew Collar, Purple Insider, joining us here, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. And, you know, when I look at what transpired yesterday, there was something that just jumped off the uh, the screen as I was watching on television, and I was just thoroughly impressed. And I, and I knew that he was a good player, but he was dominant as hell yesterday. And it was uh, Zadarius Smith. And the way that I viewed his performance yesterday, I'm not saying it's on the same level, but it to me, in terms of his impact, it was very similar. And I can, let, let me take you back a couple of years because I know that you were watching it too, like the rest of the world. But remember when Khalil Mack made his debut as a Chicago Bear against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football? Like, he totally, I mean, he crushed it. Like, he was a wrecking ball against the Packers. They could do nothing with him. To me, that was a similar situation yesterday with Zadarius. He was just a man-child yesterday. What do you think about his performance yesterday? And do you think that just based on what you saw yesterday, that that is something that we could envision him doing the majority of this season? Now, I know, I know it's it, it's hard to predict that a guy's going to be that dominant, dominant for the course of an entire NFL season, but my God, man. I mean, he threw <laughs> A.J. Dillon around like he was a rag doll one time. Yeah, I think that uh, the health is always the big issue, right? Because the Baltimore Ravens wanted to sign Zadarius Smith and then backed out at the last minute, and we all kind of raised eyebrows like, okay. And then when you look at Zadarius's contract, it certainly suggests that the league was nervous about his health. And so far, keeping him healthy is, is a credit to the Vikings staff and a credit to the way they handled the preseason. If you were wondering, is it more important to not – play your starters and keep them healthy or knock the rust off, I think we got an answer that uh, it was more important to not play the starters. Um, but, you know, what, what Zedarius Smith brings is, I don't think you have to look too far away, um, what Everson Griffin brought to them for years, yep. which is just this this sort of like beating heart of the defense that you knew like everything else could kind of be going wrong and this guy will bail you out because he never stops. I mean, he'll get the big sack. He'll get the big tackle for loss. He'll make that play that if you feel like your defense is on its heels and you're starting to fall apart, he's going to save it. And that's what, you know, that's what great, I think, defensive ends and pass rushers can do for you is that they can make everything right if something was wrong. If you blew a coverage or whatever else, that guy can pressure the quarterback. I mean, there were probably times where receivers were open, but Aaron Rodgers was under pressure a lot. And I think that's, what the Vikings are going to have to rely on because uh, yesterday the secondary was fine aside from, you know, the wide open should have been long touchdown, but they've got to play AJ Brown this week and they've got to play Tyreek Hill in a couple of weeks. Like they, they have a, uh, a bunch of receivers that they're going to play that are pretty good and, and they're going to be tested a lot more. But if you have pressure on the quarterback, I mean, it's just common sense, right? Like you, no matter how good Aaron Rodgers is, if you pressure him, he's a lot worse. And uh, that's exactly what Zadarius Smith uh, did for them yesterday. And it's something that, that, that was missing when Everson Griffin wasn't there.
Man, I just I'm so glad you brought up EG because I thought he did. He, I mean, you know, the the intensity and the way that he was playing was so reminiscent of Everson. I, so I think you're absolutely spot on. How would you, if you had to give a letter grade to the uh, to the coaching staff, specifically the coordinators and how they did in Week One, what grade would you give? I mean, I don't know how you could give anything but an A to either one of them. I mean, uh, when you come out on offense and the opening script produces a touchdown right away and you add the fact that Kevin O'Connell went for it on fourth down, not that I would expect any coach. Zimmer would have gone for it there, okay? Like, they were at the one-yard line. They were going to try to score. But, you know, being aggressive in that first opening script, getting a couple of big 20-plus-yard plays, to Justin Jefferson right away, not hanging around uh, and, and waiting. They went right after it from the outset, and then they kept the gas pedal mostly on until the game was uh, decided. And if they had finished some drives, like they put up 23 points. Um, so, you know, we're not like completely crowning them, but that could have been more if they just finished a couple of drives uh, yesterday. So I, I have, I mean, really no criticism for the way that the game was called on offense. And then on, on defense, um, there was a lot of Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball away. There was a lot of Rodgers taking hits and, and looking frustrated. And how much was caused by his own receivers? Like, if Devontae Adams is playing in that game, what does Rodgers throw for, right? And, and what does his stat line look at like if, if they catch, you know, if Christian Watson catches the touchdown? So, you know, maybe there was a few things here or there. But when you hold Aaron Rodgers to seven points at U.S. Bank Stadium, I mean, you had everybody on the same page. And, I mean, the, the defensive call – on the goal line, I, I saw some people breaking that down today. It was just a, the perfect call for that handoff up the middle to stuff them at the goal line, which was a, a massive play for the momentum of that game, for the defensive line. They were kind of reeling a little bit on that drive, and then they come up with the biggest play at the best time. I mean, I thought you, you could not have asked for a better debut from the entire coaching staff. Yeah. All right, I got a couple of final things for you, and then we'll let you go, Matthew, because it was uh, – look, it, that was just a – a thing of beauty yesterday watching the uh, the Vikings not only beat the pack but dominate the pack. Um, on your website, purpleinsider.com, of which I'm looking at right now, uh, you're on the phone in this picture. Who are you talking to? Uh, I was talking to, uh, I remember when that picture was taken, a friend of mine that I covered in the American Hockey League, a goalie by the name of David Leggio, oddly. That's who I was on the phone with. I, I don't know why I remember that, but he called like, in the middle of a camp practice. And then uh, we had a social media guy for the radio station that shall not be mentioned that I used to work for, and he sort of like took a picture of me because he thought it looked very reporterish. I was hoping you were going to say Sloan Martin, but, but I, you know, I just, that's what <laughs> I was hoping. That's what I was, and, and real quickly, I do want to mention this because maybe I have to bring Paul Hodawanik in here. He just tweeted at you. He said, Matthew Collar giving me no chance to defend myself on WCCO with Lake Show. Crazy stuff. It all has, it's all stemming from you trying to throw him under the bus with regards to his, uh, his weather report, his, uh, yeah, his weather report. I'm talking about the winter. What's up with that? I mean, I think that Paul has got an issue with you on that. Yeah, look, there might be a bit of a schism here. There might be there might be some leadership issues that I'm having at Purple Insider. Maybe I need to uh, learn from Kevin O'Connell about how to uh, support my quarterback, Paul Hodewanek. But honestly, no, Paul does contribute uh, a ton to Purple Insider. We did the podcast yesterday after the game. Uh, he always has great perspective on that and is a terrific writer, by the way. Um, so, you know, I have the utmost respect for Paul. I just want, I just want more details to understand why it was newsworthy 
that this winter in Minnesota is going to be like cold. And and then even the person he interviewed said, well, we're not really sure. And I'm like, no, sir, I'm sure it'll be cold. I, I promise it will be. I don't know what the Vikings final record's going to be, but I know I'm going to freeze my tail off when it comes to December. Hey, Paul, do you want to uh, defend yourself? Hey, Matt, how's it going? Well, what's up, Paul? <laughs> is it going to be cold this winter? I, I think it is. I mean, are you? Yeah, no, we were just talking El La Nina. Uh, people, <laughs> you know, this it's it's was newsworthy. You, you were just you were just talking. You were just having a casual La Nina yeah. conversation. <laughs> yeah, and As it's going to be cold. Uh, but everyone in Minnesota wants to know how cold. How often are we going to be freezing outside? And traditionally, La Ninas would mean we're going to be freezing a lot. And we're just trying to calm people and say it might not be that bad. See, I'm just trying to help the people. Hey, did y'all peep that? To help the people. That, that, that was the most inside radio, I guess, two or three seconds ever. Because after Matthew's talking about Paul, mm-hmm. Paul said, "What's up, Matthew?" He almost said it like 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 a parent on the other end of the phone, and the kid doesn't know that the that the that the parents just a little like bit of awkward uh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Matthew's like, "Oh damn, what I say? What I say?" So we're going to work through this schism together. It's all, love. all right, Matthew. <laughs> Air that dirty laundry on CCL. <laughs> it's going to be cold, guys. And you know what? It's either going to be really cold or super cold. So get your mittens ready. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, Matthew, always a pleasure, man. And uh, we'll talk to you later, my friend. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Matthew Collar, Purple Insider. Also, Paul, what a hot on I'm now I'm, I'm laughing so much that I'm butchering Paul's last name, who's also with Purple Insider as well, uh, joining us here on The Lake Show. All right. Uh, we will uh, take a break. Nothing better than naturally awkward radio. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 